0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Leave It To Be. Ah, this is exciting. We are at episode 10. How time has just literally flown by. Like, wow. Cannot believe we're already at episode 10, the season finale of season one. Dun, 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 dun. That was extra as hell. But anyways, guys, I'm really excited for you to join me on this episode. First and foremost, I just want to say thank you so much for being a part of the journey. Okay, I know in the beginning, you know, I was just like working out the kinks, but now I'm just like, yo, leave it to be and let it be. You know what I'm saying? I know that is right. Uh, Today's episode It's going to be a lot of fun, and um, I'm going to get to that in just a little bit. But first, you know, I always got to tell you an update on what's going on in Brianna's life. So, I got Invisalign. I took it out to do the intro. Plus, I just had some hard-boiled eggs, so I was eating. But, anyways, I started uh, getting Invisalign, so I'm documenting like my whole journey of Invisalign. I decided not to get like actual braces, specifically because one, actually, Invisalign works faster, and two, um, I am on camera and on TV so much that like I just didn't, you know, I didn't want to have the whole like silver braces in my mouth. Although I did have it in high school. Wear your retainer kit. This is very important because your teeth will shift. So pay attention to that. No, this is not an ad. This is just me promoting something that I'm going through personally because my bottom teeth, the four front teeth, are just a little crooked. And that bothered me, you know? Like, let's be intentional. I say that every single episode this year is all about being intentional being focused and changing things for the better and what you want to see. So I decided to get Invisalign. So really excited about that. Um, also, what else is new? Still, you know, just really excited, actively looking for uh, a new agent. And, um, you know, that process has been going well. And also looking for a therapist, you know, because I think it's very important. You know, I feel like We'll talk about this later on in the episode too, just how important therapy is, especially in the black and brown community. I just feel like we don't have that conversation enough, you know, so I've been wanting to really just be on it, you know, and just writing down what it is every single week that I want to do. So like for me, I decided to like have small goals each week to help me just like, you know slowly but surely go through the process of like what it is that I want to pursue throughout 2021 you know it's like yeah you write down all these goals and then they just kind of get lost in a sauce so what you do is you like you you do small goals first and then that you know finishes off the whole goal list by just like you seeing that you're like marking them down each and every single week so, looking for a therapist, excited about that. Looking for an agent. Brianna has Invisalign, you know, just actively working on just being the best version of myself. International Women's Day just took place. And I just want to shout out all my fellow ladies out there that are independent, working really hard, mothers, essential workers, because, look, we are the human creators. Okay. And that is right. We need to be celebrated a lot more, especially in our own in our own element in our own like industry and i just feel like you know especially uh there's a lot of situations where like we we work in male dominant fields and it's difficult for us so i think it's important for us to celebrate each other you know huge shout out to the artist her um jt from city girls Bia. you know they showed a lot of love during the international women's day mix on power 106 and that was lit Okay, speaking of lit, this interview. Okay, so let me tell you how I came across um, this specific person. She is a TV personality. She's a model. She's been on reality TV, Big Brother. And I was on YouTube one night, just literally like, you know, just scrolling on YouTube, yeah it was like literally in the middle of the night and I came across this beautiful brown skin girl with curly hair and I was like who is this so I clicked on her video and she she calls it like Bailey's world in her penthouse and like her and her husband swaggy like they just are very just inspirational good energy what attracted me to her from the beginning was just like I just felt good aura and good energy when even looking at her photo alone. I'm very big in particular with like energy and what I watch and it just seemed very like what is the word? Just very like open arms, like welcome. You know, welcome to my YouTube channel. Just very like I don't even know I don't even know how to explain it, but it just looked like a lot of fun. And then she talked about her journey and just the reality TV world and her transition into just being in the real world and what that looks like for her and just being a business partner with her husband, which I was very interested in because they're very young. They're in their 20s, like in their 20s and and just doing the damn thing. And I think that that is just like that's that's dope because we don't see a lot of people especially like brown skin people just like excelling in their careers just so young so I was very interested intrigued to see like what that life looked like for her you know what I'm saying like how did you get there like what hurdles did you have in the beginning so there was just a lot of questions I had and Long story short, we connected via Instagram, and here we are, and I'm going to interview her, so let's get ready, okay? But first and foremost, you already know what time it is. Let's get it. Leave it to be, and let it be. be. This podcast gives you all the insight that you need to know about mental health, fitness, relationships, Is your ex-trash. Let's talk about what real, real love looks like, okay? Love yourself, and don't give a f- it to be and let it be. Hosted by me, Brianna. Duh. <laughs> well, thanks girl. Well, thank you for joining me. Talk to me just like where it all started. I know uh, in the beginning you were a flight attendant, correct? And then to kind of just take me along just the, the quick version of your journey.
1: Um, okay. So even before I was a flight attendant, um, right. I was a model and beauty pageant girl. So uh, I started out at Baylor and while I was at Baylor, I did my first pageant because I had um, a traumatic uh experience with sexual assault and i was dating this like f boy in college and i just was like enough is enough like i need to step into my power so i did my first pageant and at the time it was back in missouri where i lived and i did really well but i realized that they never crowned a black woman mm-hmm. so they asked me to come back and i said you know i don't know if this is for me you know but god had plans so i ended up coming back um right when i started flight attending i was training to be miss uh, miss missouri and training for miss usa while i was uh, flight attending for Delta out of New York at the time. Okay. And I ended up, um, transferring to Atlanta, winning my pageant. So Miss Missouri USA was the first pageant that I won. Mm-hmm. Um, and that ended up catapulting me to Miss USA. And that's where, um, I ended up getting scouted for the TV shows that I, uh, currently you know we're on and I ended right. up meeting my husband that way so it kind of was like I'm not even gonna lie like it was just kind of a whirlwind and it it was like in my opinion ordained steps by God because he was just like hey I'm just gonna drop you right here and see what happens it wasn't at all what I thought you know I had planned for my life mm-hmm. I was going in a way different direction mm-hmm. and he was just like hold on like you trust me and there we go and it all mm-hmm. unfolded it was beautiful
0: So talk to me about just being a black woman in reality TV and Mm -hmm. what that life was like. Um, It's hard and it's harder than anybody could ever
1: imagine. I know everybody thinks, you know, reality TV is is luxury And, and some, you know, some opinions it is because we are on a platform. We get an opportunity that not many people get. However, we have to jump through different hoops as a black woman. When I went through the interviewing process with both of my networks, there were questions directly targeted Uh, targeted at me as a black woman in reference to white people where I know they weren't reversed. So the casting process is different from us. The experience is different because we're playing two games. We're not only playing the game, you know, because mine was competition shows. We're not only playing the game of reality TV, but we're also playing the game, you know, of race war, of people's concepts behind, you know, their experience with black people, reality people watching us. It's a lot of, you know, hats to wear and balls to juggle. So it's rough, but it's like, it made me stronger. I like reality TV, um, but I just wouldn't suggest it for like the people who are not tough, you know, skinned
0: Yeah. Did you feel like at any point you had to conform to somebody else that you may have not felt like necessarily was you in particular, but the network really wanted you to be like, more of a quote unquote black girl, or just like, because I've been told on TV shows and networks, like, you're not black enough. Like, what the hey. hell does that even mean? You know what I mean? Hey. So, has that ever, have you ever been put in a situation like that?
1: Yes. Um, there's, it's twofold. So, both, both situations, I've been on both of the spectrums. So, mm-hmm. I'm what they call a token black girl. And um, right. that means it's the opposite way for me. They don't want me to act black. They want me to blend and conform to, you know, like everybody else. So when I act too black, they're like, oh, you know, this is not you or this is aggressive or, you know, we just weren't expecting that from you. Or even I've been told by people within the network, like I obviously married the only other black man on my cast, Christopher. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we were expecting you to find love, just not with him. So that told me that they weren't expecting me to marry or to date a black man. So oh. it just, I've gotten those kind of subliminal messages and just open of like, you know, can you make it a little bit more sassy, like a little bit more black? And it's like, Mm. no, I can't. This is just how I talk.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm really proud of you just for standing up for yourself because I feel like as women alone in general, it's very difficult for us to kind of like voice our opinions Mm -hmm. and be real and true to that. So I think that that's amazing. And that speaks on behalf of just your character. So kudos to you first and foremost. (laughs) Thank you. So, you know, this podcast, it definitely centers around mental health. So I just want to know, like, Mm How how did you take care of yourself throughout the process of reality TV and just like your time on the show and just in general, like what do you do for your mental health?
1: Girl, well, one mental health is my jam. So yeah. shout out to you for even, you know, stopping there. But two things. So there's the first part is I did it for a while. So I yeah. don't know if you know your listeners probably don't know this but i'm very Mm -hmm. open about it on the very first show that i went on i ended up getting pregnant and having a miscarriage all in the same show Mm -hmm. so my mental health was non-existent like i was depressed i didn't talk to you know uh, my now husband i didn't talk to my family because they take away your phones and i just was distraught so the first Mm -hmm. thing i did was i brought my bible with me thank god and i just you know read and prayed all day every day because i needed some form of peace the second thing is i'm a certified yoga teacher so i meditate i do yoga yeah i do all those things to keep myself calm and then um now i'm actually about to go into like mental health coaching just because it's very important especially in the black demographic where people to learn how to deal with emotions to learn how to Mm de-stress um Meditate is not a a bad word. I don't know why people in the black community think that meditation is a bad word, but we have to like get rid of those stigmas. So I'm just like all for it. I'm, I'm deep in there
0: yeah so I love the fact first of all I didn't even know that about you I didn't know you were mm-hmm. a yoga instructor that's so cool yeah. I love yoga too yes I feel like for our people especially like black women specifically I just really want to like token in on us and like mm-hmm. talk about us for a minute for a moment I think that it's so important for us to kind of like get out of our comfort zone and try mm-hmm. new things like unfortunately you said you were i don't know abusive relationship or something mm-hmm. in regards to that I was as well mm-hmm. um but one of the great things about that relationship was he taught me yoga? So oh. <laughs> I know, oh. I know what that's so ironic, right? But he did introduce me to that world. So, you know, I just feel Good. like that's so important for our people to just tap into to that and that mental space. And like, I feel like we don't have the conversation enough. Like, just like you said, meditation's not a bad word like why Mm -hmm. do people like what do you think that our people think about when it comes to like meditation and why they feel like it's um
1: i know for a fact so and this is like a a whole conversation but when it comes to the black community um Mm -hmm. they're rooted and based in the church and when it comes to certain christian beliefs which i'm christian as well but they take meditation um and they associate it with witchcraft, which is mm. not necessarily true. So they think, oh, if you're meditating or you're doing crystals or anything like that, you're doing witchy things. And so yeah. a lot of the times they're like, oh, no, I'm not doing that stuff. And it's like, no, there are instances in the Bible where Moses meditated. There, yeah. You know, there's so many things, but the word itself is associated with Buddhism and um, Eastern cultures that mm. have a lot to do with spiritualism. And that, that offends a lot of Black people, unfortunately. It's just a lack of education.
0: Yeah, exactly. And a lack of education. And that's why I'm like, this podcast is so important because I want people to understand like how it just helps your mental space every single day. I don't even know how I would be able to talk on the radio in LA if I didn't have like meditation. You know what I'm I guess saying? I get that energy is serious, girl. The energy, you always, I'm yeah. like, I'm done with my shift. I'm here talking to you, but my energy is still on point because I took time for me. Yes. And like taking time for you is so important. And speaking of which, so your schedule I just follow you on Instagram, and I just am like, damn, she's always doing something. <laughs> She'll <laughs> never <gone>. sit down. <laughs> what's so what? What's life like, you know, outside of reality TV? From reality to reality, I guess. <laughs> yeah, from reality TV
1: back to reality. So yeah, but It's like you already know. I was a flight attendant before, so right. I was nonstop, and I traveled uh, 20, 25 days out of the month. So. Right. This is kind of like slow for me. Okay. But when it comes out of reality TV, um, my husband and I have a few businesses and we both have like our own platforms that we're trying to run. Plus, I have a beautiful dog. Um, yes. I'm a so um <laughs> traveling is my heart and joy. So not only do I like it, it helps me with my mental status, it also um is good for business. So I just kind of run around and like like to run around. But it's weird <laughs> because it's like I feel like I don't do much, but to the normal person, I do a lot. So yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel feel like we always feel like we're not doing enough. That's just us being boss women, I think. I know. Working on that though, I'm trying to like give
1: myself more grace and say, Bailey, you do a lot. You need to calm down. And my husband is really good at it. Like he'll be like, babe, you just did this, 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 and that you need (laughs) to sit down. And I'll be like, oh, that does make me feel better. I need to start like writing this stuff down that I'm doing so that I can feel good about myself versus being like, what am I doing right now?
0: Exactly, and for those who don't know, what is everything that you do do?
1: Oh, okay, good question. So my husband um, and I, mostly him, he owns uh, a business called the Swag Academy, which is um, a four four X and international currency trading businessy business. So, um, it's about the market, and he trades for that, but also has um, a YouTube channel that is associated with finance. So I help him run that company. I have my own platform and show called the penthouse on youtube Mm -hmm. and bailey's world so those are two shows that we just film and produce so it's kind of like a a multimedia company in there along with our businesses and then um aside with that it's yoga it's pageant coaching sometimes it's working on spiritual coaching it's a lot of like i wear a lot of hats but they're more i'm like more of the move and silence type so it just looks like i'm doing a lot but i have a lot of
0: different things going and how is it working with your husband? What what is that life like?
1: Balance. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's,
0: it's... it's amazing.
1: It's yeah. crazy because,
0: um,
1: he's like. I, you hear this all the time and I don't know, my parents have been married for 35, 36 years. So yeah. growing up, I heard from them and all their friends, like they're my partner, they're my partner. And I'm like, whatever, you guys are so weird. Like, yeah. you know, but now I understand like <laughs> he is my partner and everything. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's, you know, we have an intimate relationship. Sometimes we have a business relationship. Sometimes we're best friends. So it's, it's just kind of balancing. And sometimes he's like, hey, I don't need a wife right now. I need you to be like my business, you know, consultant. Mm-hmm. And so we'll, we'll work through some things and we'll plan out some things or he'll be like, hey, babe, I'm coming at you as a producer. So I'm giving you feedback on your show. Don't be mad if it's not what you want to hear. So it's really nice Mm -hmm. to have him and he's a great communicator. So there's not really too many instances where we're like fighting about miscommunication, but it is very like, wow, like I really have somebody who is, down for me like I'm down for them we're building together it's an empire and he has the same aligned goals as I do so I love being married I love him I'm obsessed
0: oh my gosh I am too I just (laughs) I'm like yes I loved it I love love and just like even like the videos that I have seen on YouTube you guys just look you guys are such a power couple I'm just like I feel like way more people need to know who you guys are because it makes me like hopeful for love you know what I'm saying and just the fact that you guys balance just like work and and your relationships and everything just like you know you have like categories and I feel like some days he needs you to be producer or wifey or dog mom you know it all is like in his pockets you know what I'm saying and it, but it
1: really is but it keeps things spicy and it keeps things yes. interesting versus me just being you know a stay-at-home wife which right. if I want to on Tuesday through Sunday, I can't but it's <laughs> I have the option and so yeah. Yeah, I'm here for it. But baby steps. We
0: going to build an empire. People going
1: to know who we All are. Right. But
0: just just you know, we taking our time. Did you guys set boundary brown boundary, excuse me, prior yeah. to like you guys moving in together and being married? Like what does that look like? Like how do, how do you feel as though you set up like a successful relationship that you have now? Cuz I'm sure it didn't just like happen right away.
1: It did, but it didn't. Okay, Uh, so we met actually on the first show that I got on Mm -hmm. and we we like laughed because we did everything backwards. We obviously lived together in the Big Brother house. We slept in the same bed. So by the time that you know, he got eliminated. He had already, we had already said, I love you. We already knew, you know, we were going to be together. And then he went to Missouri to visit my family while I was still on the show. And I had no idea. So when I got off of the show, he had already stayed with my family. My family liked him. He moved to Missouri immediately. He proposed to me the day that, you know, for finale. So before we even got into the outside world, we had the commitment part out the window. So that was like, all right, we're committed, but we did go to marriage counseling. Um, before we got married, so as soon as we got engaged, we got a marriage counselor and we did the work. We had here's our boundaries, here's our deal breakers, here's our buttons, mm-hmm. our pet peeves, and mm-hmm. we we did the things like we were like in um, marriage counseling, like okay, on three, flip over the paper and show me your credit score. Like we, it, you have to do the work. Like I know his credit score, I knew how much debt he was in, and like you know everything. And so now. We're two years into marriage, and we're debt free. We're we're doing our things, but I knew what I am signing up for before I got into it, and he already knows. He's like, "Babe, this is my trigger. You stepping on my button." I'm like, "Okay, my bad. I need to back up because he already told me going into it, this is what's gonna send him over the
0: edge." So we communicate. Bailey, that's so dope of you guys. I'm proud of you. You guys are so young. You're in your 20s, right? Like what, mid 20s? Yeah, he just turned 26 last week. Yay. Okay, happy birthday. I know. No, so like, wait, so you guys had marriage counseling before Mm -hmm. you guys moved in together and nothing was wrong, but you guys just decided to do that just because you all are mature. (laughs) apparently um yeah and you know what it and yeah. it's like
1: great examples cuz like i said my parents and all their friends have been married forever so before our before we could even legally get married the mm. the woman who had to sign up on our papers was yeah. like i'm not going to marry you unless you have counseling and so we're like great cool so we had counseling with her and then yeah. she was like okay cool now i feel like you guys you know are fit and she did not sugarcoat anything we had to work on some things we had homework and then we move forward
0: Wow. So basically, that's the key to success is getting some counseling, which I yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, boom. Uh, no, listen, 100%. And I don't know another another bad word to black people counseling mm-hmm. therapy. Listen, yes. I don't know why people that triggers people get some counseling, <laughs> because a lot of us were not taught to communicate our emotions and emotions are like the key in a relationship the reason why y'all pop off the reason why y'all mad the reason why you're holding on the grudges for years is because you can't communicate so we we take it very seriously like in our household we have to communicate like
0: Yes, you, you literally have to. Like communication is so important and also like how you said like counseling and I'm sure you believe in therapy like just yes. for yourself. Do you have one? Do you have somebody that you talk to on a regular? I'm
1: actually looking for someone now because when I moved to California, yeah. um, the world was shut down so I couldn't find one and now there's like a a website, I think it's called like blackgirltherapy.com. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm looking for a new therapist, but I haven't had a personal therapist in a while because I had Mm -hmm. one for traumatic events. Mm -hmm. So when I was younger, I had a a sexual assault experience and I had a therapist in and I had, you know, going through some things with like a psychologist, but for me as a human, I just
0: want one to talk to. Yeah. I just, I think therapy is so important. I'm actually looking for one myself and I'm on yeah. the same website as you still like looking around, but I really just want to stop making excuses. Like, although busy schedules, yes, but it's just so important to talk to somebody mm-hmm. besides your friends and your mom.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> 100%. Like- and you know what? I lied. I have a, um, from the shows, the shows after you get off of um, the CBS show, they yeah. give you a therapist now. So, since oh. I've been off the show, I have a therapist that calls me once every week and she's lit. I love her, oh, but she's good. not my personal therapist, she's just my yeah. show therapist.
0: So why is it that they give you guys show therapists? Is it just because of like the crazy fans or like? It's traumatic, no. Um,
1: (laughs) Actually, they just started and it is because people go through experiences to where it is psychologically damaging. damaging. Mm. Uh, Reality shows are nothing to play with. Not to mention you're going through a social experiment, which it's known to be. You're having... kind of like an out-of-body experience for a few months. And then they thrust you back into the real world where you might not be well-received. So you do have the backlash online. You do have the experience that you're trying to cope with. And then you have moving forward. A lot of people, when they come off the shows, they're, they're changed. They're not the same person. So they don't fit back into their regular life as seamlessly. So they mm. need counseling. Yeah, it's rough.
0: And it's so rough. when you got back into the real world, how was it with your friends? Like, do you still have the same friends? How was it like moving to LA? Like, what was mm-hmm. that like?
1: Um. I do have a really solid group of friends, Mm -hmm. um, but it was a rough adjustment. I just have, like I said, great friends that are willing to go through it with me. I had about a two month period where I just didn't want to talk. Like I will talk, but I just, I didn't feel like myself. And then, um, I had to switch up a lot of things. So we ended up moving across the country to LA. And then I came home with a, a fiance the first time. So my fans, my uh, friends were like, what do we do with this? Who is this man? How do we, how do we adjust? You know, yeah. so it was a lot going on. Um, but they love me and they're like, Hey, listen, girl, we don't, we don't get through this. And we did, but it's yeah. I lost some friends too. I, a lot of people started treating me differently after mm-hmm. TV, which sucks. Like, you know how they say, like, whenever you get on, like people start acting brand new, uh, um, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah i'm not hollywood but people started like people that i've known my whole life started talking to me as if i was like a human they never met and i'm like stop referring to me like that like i am the same girl that you knew since i don't know third grade like st- yeah. stop talking to me as if i'm like this this hollywood person so it's just interesting
0: how would they communicate with you that that made you feel like well, how would they talk to you
1: like people that i i know and i know well and that have my number like mm-hmm. hey um i um I know that you're super busy and I don't mean to bother you, but I was just wondering if you had a a moment I could, and I'm like, girl, girl, say, say what you want. like, Hey girl, I want to know if I can blah, blah, blah. Or do you like, ask me, don't, don't talk to me as if like, you can't reach out to me for stuff. So that Mm. made me, you know, and I get, maybe they were trying to be respectful, but it also made me think like, maybe I'm not as close to people as I thought. So there's some people that I really thought were close to me that started treating me you know, oddly, or I would find out people would have whispers about me behind my back of like, is she really doing this? Or do they really do that? Or does her, did her husband, you know, for instance, did her husband, um, you know, really do well with his business or whatever, where it's like, you have my number, call me. Or when I had the miscarriage, a lot of people were like, she really get pregnant and they were calling my best friends and ask them and it's like that's a sensitive subject but if you can fix your mouth to text my best friend about it and you have my number you call me
0: yeah no it's 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 really that simple communication you know (laughs) yeah but people scare girl I get
1: it but it's it's hard yeah it's very hard to to I don't know to go from normal to people thinking you're somebody to gossip about
0: yeah and I just feel like a lot of it too is not their business, but then they make it their business because they see that you're like on TV and like mm-hmm. doing all these things and you're popping, you know, and they just yeah. don't, they're, they're like embracing their own like insecurities, I guess, on you, like pushing that on you, mm-hmm. I guess, for whatever reason. But, you know, coming to LA, I can relate. So I'm from the Midwest. We both are. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's always, it's been a struggle having, finding the right friends genuine mm-hmm. friends out here so what has that world looked like for you in regards to just like now that you're here and now that you're successful as far as just like people in Los Angeles like how have you related to just even women because I feel mm-hmm. like we should be empowering each other and I don't know what it is about Los Angeles but people like feel some type of way when they see it a successful woman versus mm-hmm. just like you know you're dope I'm dope like let's be cool I feel like has that have you come across some situations like that
1: Absolutely. I think, and I, 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 it's funny that you're from the Midwest. I think the pretty girl click and the empowering other woman is a Midwest thing. Like when I was younger and I saw like a pretty girl or a girl that was doing something cool. I'm like, Oh my God, I want to be her friend versus in LA. It's not that way at all. And so I have struggled a lot. And actually Mm -hmm. I have been in LA for almost two years and I still haven't found genuine friends other than the ones that I have from home that live here now. Um, that's just not how it goes here. So people are threatened and it's a fear-based mentality. I don't live in that world. I live in like a world of abundance um, and prosperity, but there is a fear based mentality because the industry teaches you that there's only enough room for a certain amount of numbers. So even though you want to support people, you feel like they're taking away from you know, your pie. So I have learned that there's some people who just can't handle that. I've had a few girlfriends that I thought I was getting close with. And as soon as you let them into the fold, they start getting, you know, jealous and not in a cocky way, but they'll get jealous of things or opportunities, or why did they ask you for that? Or how come you got offered that? And it's like, who cares? You yeah. know, like what when, when I win something, we all win something, but that's not how they view things.
0: They don't. And mm-hmm. and I don't know how it is that we can like fix this. <laughs> I guess I like- don't know. I don't know if
1: we can. And you know what the crazy part is like I'm a big person on just like vibrate your highest and the people will find you. And so for me, it's Mm. like, I don't think that we can fix this. And for those people, they can stay stuck. I'm going to continue to vibrate. And then the people who radiate on the same frequency as me will find me and we'll be fine. We'll be running around having, you know, celebration (laughs) parties while you guys are still fighting for scraps when there's abundance,
0: you know? There's literally so much work, so much money to be made. Like we don't have to be in like the same, like, and even if we are in the same category, there's still so much to be done, you know, in this world. And I just feel like we're so young and there's no reason to like be like this. You know what I mean? Like in reality, we can just all just fly and just be like empowering and boss bitches you know what I'm saying girl like I wish but you know it's
1: crazy <laughs> some but there are some good ones like that like I have a friend who I just went to Costa Rica with Yeah. beautiful girl she you know has more followers than me like she's yeah. just a sweet girl but like not an ounce of her bone they're not an ounce in her body is jealous of anything she good. shares everything she always is like let me connect you with this brand let me let me introduce you to this person she's that's so it. sweet and like that's the type of person that I like being around so yeah. I just choose you know, choose to stick to the people that are nice to me.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I also feel too, like good mentors too in my life. Yes. Like I have those, you know, a few gems that are in mind. Have you had like TV mentors or mentors like in your journey that, you know, you can talk about and disclose?
1: Yeah. The, the one person who actually caught me by surprise, who actually, um, was so nice to me is Amorosa. Omarosa, okay. Omarosa yeah. was on, yeah, she was on Celebrity Big Brother the uh-huh. year before Chris and I were on Big Brother. And so at our finale, she was like, Chris and Bailey, come here. <laughs> and like, she scooped us up and, you know, took me kind of under her wing. She's given really good advice on Even when people, cause when people don't receive you well, she knows all about that. So she's just like, Hey, listen, flip it, turn it. Don't let them mess with your money. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay. So (laughs) she's just taught me to have tough skin in the industry and she's had a, a long, successful career. So even though, you know, a lot of people don't really quite understand her, she's been a really, really great mentor to have.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's so important just to, you know, to give back, especially like if you're successful, like you should also help other people be successful too. You only just as successful as the people that are around you. Yes, you know, I you think that's really to. genuinely important. And so what advice would you give to younger women who look up to you, who just feel like maybe lost or they don't feel like there's enough of us in, um, in certain positions, like what advice would you give to them?
1: Um, so many things. So starting with the loss, uh, I will say, I need them to lean into the power that they have within. I know that a lot of people say that and they feel like it's cliche, but -hmm. there is a divine power that's in you that only you have the power to access. And I need you to stop doubting yourself and learn to attract the things that are for you. That's number one. Um, The second thing is persistence is key. So persistence and consistency. And for me, there's like so many ways you can think of it, but like in the Bible, it's like continue to knock on the door and it'll open to you Mm -hmm. um, because whatever you ask for, you know, will be given and like a hundred percent. So lean into that, focus on your power. But the other thing is if you think that there's not enough, or there's not you know, not enough room for all of us in the industry or not enough opportunity, create your own. We're le- we live in a society now to where the conventional things are gone. So before it was where there can only be one black model or there can only be one black person on a show. Now we have whole networks created by black individuals that cater to black people. Or even if you want to intermingle, it's completely fine, but whatever mm-hmm. you want, you just have to get out there, put yourself out there and create the opportunities for yourself because they're not coming to you. Mm-hmm. So just, go for it. Like it really is. It's like, you have so much power and I know that you feel like somebody needs to come in and swoop in and save you, but nobody's coming. So
0: you got to save yourself. Oh, that's so amazing. Yeah. Nobody's coming. Okay. So I want you guys to understand. (laughs) (laughs) I I hate to break it to you, but nobody's coming. We don't live in this princess world anymore. Uh,
1: Like we, we we
0: save ourselves. Let's go. We do. And it's just the work that you put in. Like people are like, how did you get this at such a young age? Because I put in a lot of work. I put in a lot of,
1: see, there we go. And I love that. And like, here's me, I'm like, congratulations because you see that and people be looking at us that are older and they're like, how did, how did you get? Oh, it must've, no, I have been grinding since I knew what grinding was. And now that it's starting to pay off, you're looking at me like, oh, you're young. You don't know nothing. I have a lot of life experience. Thank you very much.
0: Absolutely. I just may have started younger than you and there's (laughs) nothing wrong with that, literally. (laughs) Now, what do we see for the rest of 2021 for Bailey?
1: Okay. Well, <laughs> great question. A lot. I'm actually really excited. So okay, both cool. my husband and I have been building our individual brands, but we're actually working on a few projects, mm-hmm. little secret projects that are going to work our brands together. So we'll be okay. having Swaley content. That's our name. So we'll mm-hmm. have uh, the Swaley brand coming to uh, the forefront. Him mm-hmm. and I are possibly thinking to um, buy property in Dallas. Okay. So we might have a little uh, uh, mid- mid-coast, mid south, uh, coastal blend there. <laughs> Okay. Um, yes. And then it's crazy because I have decided I'm done with competition reality TV. So yeah. we won't be seeing that, but we will be seeing an expansion of the penthouse. So I want to take my <laughs> uh, penthouse to uh, uh, a national bl- brand, okay. possibly global. So you'll be seeing lots of stuff. It's a, a business Bailey year.
0: Yes, business, Bailey. Yeah, I know that's okay. here. Yeah. yeah, mogul status. We, we <laughs> make sense Period. Well, I'm just really excited to see what this year has in store for you. I'm gonna keep cheering you on from afar, from the Instagram. You know, what I'm saying. Yes. Um. But thank you so much, Bailey, just for joining me and talking about mental health and everything that you have going on, and just continue to inspire us women and men in general. So shout out to you, mama. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. And also thank you for, you know, just being a person that's willing to have the conversation for people because even, you know, though they don't want to admit it, they need it.
0: They do. And even if it's like uncomfortable, it's okay. Cause that's how we get comfortable. It's we love
1: comfortable. uncomfortable. Period.
0: Period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl, you have a good one. Okay. you too. Right. Much love to Bailey. You have to follow Bailey on YouTube, Bailey daily. And also her Instagram is Bay day B a Y Y D a Y Y. She's a model. She's a host. She's a TV personality, a dog, mom, a wife. I mean, We've talked about it all and she does it all. And I think that that's just phenomenal for somebody in her age range to be doing so much, you know, and just being so humble. I'm telling you it's something about us Midwest girls, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> it's something about us, like that energy that she has, you know, and I could just tell even like on the zoom, that's how we did the interview was via zoom. She looked like, you know, like just so, just so at peace, but like, When you look on her social media, she's popping, she's doing the damn thing, but she's very humble and just like really putting in the work, you know, like a lot of times people feel like because of social media, it looks like people get it very easy, but that's not the case with her. And that's why I felt like it was important to talk about her story because it's not easy. You know, like I remember when I first came to Los Angeles with $500 to my name, I was like... I was just so ready to just go, like hit the ground running, you know, and that was kind of like what Bailey was talking about, just like, she like quit her day job where she was comfortable and decided to like do a reality TV show and also like, you know, just be in the pa- the pageant world and really just go for what she felt was right for her in that time, in that space. And sometimes just like getting uncomfortable is what's going to make you comfortable long term. A lot of times it's just it's easy having the nine to five because you know you're gonna have that like constant paycheck coming in you know but I remember like when I first came here I legit did not have a job lined up but in my heart I felt as though I will be okay because I knew the man above got me and I think that that's what I really want to just insinuate on this episode is that You got this, you know, even though sometimes, you know, the outside world tells you differently and, you know, they tell you, wait, hold on, hold on, sis, hold on, bro. I don't I don't necessarily think that you should make this move because they're like expressing their own insecurities on you. Like you you really have to shut down the noise and really sit down and manifest and write and meditate, get therapy and work on you. You will never ever be the best version of yourself if you're not focused on you if Brianna is not focused on Brianna if Bailey's not focused on Bailey if Cynthia from LA and focused on Cynthia and I'm making up different names but I mean at the end of the day like you have to understand that like everything in life happens because of responsibility work ethic and just being focused, you know, and it's really 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 easy to fall into the same routine. So like for instance, let's say you go to the same grocery store every single day. And this is something like my mom told me, like changing my pattern in my routine, right? So like I was going to Ralphs in the Valley because that's where I used to live. And so even with me not living in the Valley anymore, I still go to the valley to go grocery shopping. And she's like, Brianna, like you need to get uncomfortable. Like go somewhere that's closer to you. Like, why are you driving to the valley to go to the grocery store? Because that's what you're used to. And I'm like, mom, you're right. Like sometimes you got to do things that you don't feel, you know, are part of your daily routine or you don't feel comfortable doing, but you never know those. That is what manifests the best outcome. Like, maybe one day when you do go out of your comfort zone and try going to that Ralph's, you might meet somebody that might get you in a position that you've been wanting to do for a long period of time. And that's actually happened to me. Like I started going to the gym earlier and I met this girl, we became friends and we work out together in the morning. Like stuff like that takes place for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So like, I just, I really want all of us you know, to at least do one thing this week that makes us uncomfortable that we've been wanting to do but hasn't been part of our regimen, so we haven't been doing so. So I challenge you right now, you listening to this podcast to do one thing that makes you feel uncomfortable and comment um, either on my Instagram page underneath the video with Bailey or even like, um, you know, where you rate, subscribe and comment and things like that on my podcast episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever that you are streaming this and tell me what's that one uncomfortable task that you did this week. I would love to hear it. Feel free to DM me. You can follow me at It's Brianna on IG, I-T-S-B-R-Y-H-A-N-A. And I just want to say thank you so much for joining me, y'all. This is the 10th episode. I keep hitting the mic. I'm sorry. (laughs) This This is the 10th episode of leave it to be please let's get a round of applause right now we have officially finished season one and I just want to thank all of you so much for being a part of this journey like this is only the beginning I have so many great stuff in store for season two you all thought that this was it we got a lot more to go we got a lot to More to go, y'all. So I want you to do that one uncomfortable task this week. Please feel free to rate, subscribe, comment. And you already know, leave it to be and let it be. See you guys next time. Bye.